As a kid, I did not understand The Greatest American Hero. It was very frustrating for me to watch that show. Believe it or not. I like the theme song. I like the theme song. But it was like, what is his problem? He sucked. Yeah, he sucked. To me, it was my age. It was my age, and I just loved the opening song. And it felt like I was watching TV. Yeah, I loved that show. But I probably probably watch it now and be like, hmm. I loved it too, but it was just, I think it was our age, and I don't remember anything about the actual show. He was a superhero. All all I can remember is that he couldn't fly. Yeah. He he couldn't land. He couldn't land or he couldn't fly. I think it was he couldn't land right or something. I don't know. He was a superhero who who was given a suit from aliens, and he had these powers, but he couldn't use them, and he, he would always crash and... When you're a kid and the guy's a superhero and there's a problem, you're like, okay, here's this is when you do the thing that superheroes do. You fix the problem. And he was like, they kept f- trying to find reasons for him not to put on the suit. It was frustrating as a kid. Well, this is probably why it's it's not that big of an age difference, but this is why me and Ronnie loved it is because we, it was like, that was like Underoos era. And so we would like feel like we were superheroes, but then we'd just stub our toes. So it was like totally playing into our, you know, childhood wanting to be a superhero, but knowing you don't really have any superpowers. <laughs> Whereas you were like from like a little bit older where you're like, no, I still believe in like real fucking superhero. Well, we already had, you know, Wonder Woman and the older Batmans and there was a, you know, the Hulk was around. Six million dollar man. Six. Yeah. Does that count? Yeah. Wait, and the bionic woman? Bionic woman? You know, <laughs> you know, there was no, like, uh, there was no death in old show in those old shows. Did you ever realize that? Yeah. Lots of shoot, like the A-team, where it's like... Yeah, well, that's... A million that, bullets. That no was dies. my fucking... Yes, I was... A-team was what I was going to point out, was I was watching an episode one time, right? And they're in two helicopters, and one the, the helicopters are shooting back. They're not the helicopters, but the people in the helicopters. The A team was in one, and the bad guys were in the other one, or something. And they were shooting at each other. And the fucking they the other helicopter crashed into the side of a fucking mountain, dropped to the bottom, was a fiery wreck. And the guys, ju- it, it was like G.I. Joe. The guys just come like stumbling out of the wreck, full on head on collision into the side of a fucking cliff, blowing up explosion. And the guys come f- rolling out of the uh, the wreckage and they're like, oh, they're, you know, I'm like, <laughs> no, you f- fucking blew up into a billion pieces and the pieces burned to a crisp. You're not just <laughs> rolling out of the fucking wreckage with no, like, with a little scratch on the forehead or something. But I always remember that about G.I. Joe, too. They'd shoot down a plane, and the, every single time they'd come parachuting out. Okay, well, so, first of all, 
You just took you took too many. You went. It's like it's my turn. But you you just interrupted with a cartoon. Because <laughs> mine was the one that I used to. I'd get home from school, and every time during the commercial break, I would be like, "When it comes back to the show, these guys better be dead in a fiery wreck." And this show was Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever died in that either. Every commercial break is they like jumping over a swamp and they're like, what's going to happen? <laughs> All them Duke boys got themselves in a squishy pickle this time. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> then, yeah, the commercial would come back and then. <laughs> and this car's fine. No, they, the commercial, the, it would like before it, they're like heading right for each other. But when they cut back, it's like one's way above the other one. Well, I mean, that's, they do that now, dude. Like with uh, reality shows, it'll be like, oh, so-and-so's cutting down this tree with his crane or whatever. And then, then you see the crane like sort of, sort of tip like a little bit. And it's like, Jesus Christ. And then the fucking, it cuts back for after the commercial and the oh, guy yeah. just easily sets back down. And goes, oh, okay, guys. Man, that, was, that was scary for a second there. Every single time, that's what they do. Oh, geez, something's going to happen. And then it comes back to the commercial. Oh, okay. My, 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 my dark joke is that even as a little kid, I wanted it to actually cut back and explode. And they're like, well, that's the end of the Dukes. Fucking notes, man. I write these notes down and I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm like, yeah, I got all this shit I want to talk about. So I write down just a quick little thing and then I look at it and I'm like, what the fuck was I wanting to talk about? And I can't remember. I I was thinking about the other night. I was thinking about when you die and you have stuff. Like, I have all this shit. I have all this shit that I collect or whatever. Like, I have, you know, masks and figures and movies and posters and all this shit. And I was like, if I died tomorrow, would anyone know? My kid, my kids, parent, you know, nobody would know what the fuck this shit is. They would probably just give it to Goodwill or something. And I wonder if that would, like, I mean, it kind of bothers me when I'm alive, but I wonder if it would bother me when I'm dead. It's an it's a easy answer. The, question, the, the answer to the question is Chester. Oh, he'd tell everyone what my shit was, or he'd just take it. <laughs> well, either way. <laughs> I think he would just come in my room and take everything, and then be like, yeah, all he had was this uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> pile of dirty bowls in his clothes. But even if he took it, at least he would know what it is, what it was. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. I think that would be, I mean, if somebody would absorb it or at least sell it. I, that was the thing. Like, I, well, what I was thinking was not that they would just, I wasn't pissed that they would give it away and not keep it. I was pissed that they didn't get the value of it. Yeah. 
and try to sell it. You know what I mean? I mean, not that there's much value, but there is. You could sell this stuff or something. Have you ever tried to um, have you ever had a dream? Have you ever have you ever have you ever seen that meme? What? Have you ever seen that meme of the little kid who's like, have you ever had a dream? Alright, never mind. What's I'll say what you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, have you ever tried um, DMT? No. Oh. I haven't. I I've gotten curious about that just because I've heard Joe Rogan talking about it. And uh, I was like, I kind of want to try that. I've heard multiple people's testimonies about it where they're like, it's like some people will be like, it's the worst thing that I ever, I would never do it again. But it like changed a lot of my personal behaviors. Well, that's the hmm. the things I've heard are from listening to him was one like multiple times he's spoken with aliens and also I don't know if it was him or one of his guests were saying that they were no longer afraid of death after doing it and uh, so that was like well that made me curious like what kind of experience did you have that made it so you were no, no longer afraid of death not that I, not that I am actually afraid of death, but I, I do think about it a lot, especially now that I'm older. Me as well. The older I get, the more I start to think that I'm saying just as a little kid on my own. I feel like, but yeah, is it all on your own? I just kind of was like, you probably just die. Like, there's no heaven or hell. You just you're dead and it's gone. But the older I get, it's more that I'm like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I feel like we may be in this forever. Well, the thing that kind of put my mind at ease about it was when I got started to get thinking about it was my mom was like her belief was or what she said that she kind of thought was, which is funny because when we were young, she always brought me to church and was like religious. But like her thought of it was now was like, you just go to you just go to sleep and you're. It's just like the best sleep that you've ever had, but it's just forever. Like deep, deep sleep forever. And you just would never know. Because when you're asleep, when you're that deep asleep, you just don't know what's going on in the world. Nothing is, everything that's happening in the world, you just don't know about. And that's how death is. You just don't know. Most of my dreams are about you walking on the far side of the trestle. Dying? <laughs> no, just not even. Because I feel like oh. every time I, it's just you walking freely on that side. That's what you dream about. Yeah. No, but I'm saying you. But I'm saying when you don't dream, like when you're so deep in the sleep that you just you're dead to the world. You know, you know, no pun intended. But like that's how the that's how the 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 death is is you have no you nothing matters like nothing you're not you're not worrying about anything you're not anything you're not thinking about what the fuck's going over in russia or any of that shit it's all going on 
still, but you just have no, it doesn't mean anything to you. But anyway, that was her whole thing. It was like, you just, you're just sleeping. It's like a deep sleep that you just never wake up from. So about losing the fear of death, do you think that if you lost the fear of death, that you would be afraid of anything? Is that the key? I mean, you don't want to die. It's it's the the fear of death for me is what comes after because I just can't I can't handle the the thought of you just die and there's nothing. That's although then after hearing that thing from my mom, I was like, oh well, yeah, just sleeping forever. (laughs) I guess that wouldn't be so fucking bad. But like, because you wouldn't know. You know what I mean? You're not going to know that you're dead. But if you do know that you're dead, I want there to be something. I don't care about heaven and hell so much as I, you know, I, jeez, I want to be a ghost or something. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know what I, uh, you know what I always liked was, um, you remember that movie, The Heavenly Kid? Did you ever see that? Where the guy, he's in a drag race and he friggin' dies and, but he's, he impregnated his girlfriend. It's like in the fifties or whatever. And he impregnated his girlfriend. And then fast forward, like his son is in high school and he's like stuck in purgatory. So, um, to get to heaven, he has to come back and like help his son. Cause his son's a dork and stuff. And he has to come back and like help his son. Not like that's his good deed is to help his son. And so he's in purgatory. Well, purgatory is just like um, a bar and everyone's in there drinking and having a good time and stuff. And then and then they have downtown, which is hell. And then uptown is heaven. And he's trying to go to uptown. And I'm like, I don't know. I would just stay in purgatory. Sounds pretty sweet. Everyone's just hanging out at the bar drinking and stuff. It's not a bad place to just be. I mean, I don't know how good Uptown is, but anyway, that was my... First of uh, all, I'm not afraid of death for me. I'm afraid of death for the, all the people I know. But here's one way that I like to think about death. Yes. Have, have you ever seen the show Quantum Leap? Yes. Mm, just what that my, clip I keep saying. What about, yeah, one of my favorite clips is where <laughs> the guy from Quantum Leap, it's like his regular face, and he's just like, am I retarded? And then he, yeah, looks that's the, he looks in the mirror and he has Down syndrome. That to me is the yeah. death is. Like, you just wake up and you're like... You have Down syndrome? I'm retarded. <laughs> I mean, now, it seems like you just put down Down syndrome. Anyway, I'm not afraid of death. No, I, I hear what you're saying, too, about death, like, because that's what I think about when I'm up at night, in the middle of the night, I'm thinking about death, but I'm thinking about everyone I know, like my mom dying or yeah. one of the boys dying or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. But I do think yeah. about my own life, too, and, like, shit I didn't get to do, and then I, like, die. That would just piss me off, dude, like. So, uh, but I also, on top of just like being a ghost or something, I also think about reincarnation and I'm scared of reincarnation because I don't want to forget the stuff of this life. Yeah. That's more of what I'm afraid of. 
yeah. is forgetting this one. You probably haven't seen it, but there's a movie called Enter the Void, which is an amazing movie, but, but like kind of dealing with that whole thing. The opening scene is this guy doing drugs, and then he gets murdered in a bathroom, and then floats up. And a lot of the movie is like being dead. And I won't give away the ending unless you want me to. But anyway, enter the void. Check it out. Enter the void. All right. I don't know if this is. I don't know if you guys want to talk about this, but I've been kind of following Bam Margera, and I'm, I'm like one of the people that's on his side. What? I'm saying like I'm like when you know somebody, you think you know somebody has a like a abuse, uh, what is it? A chemical abuse problem, substance abuse problem, but like. That you sh- and you shouldn't encourage. Like I wouldn't encourage his behavior if he's doing shit to harm himself or other people. But at the same time, like I'm on his side. What do you say? Just leave him alone. Yeah. Like, cause all the what jackass guys are trying to help him or whatever. Well, or they weren't. I don't know. He was. He's that like because that pushed him even further. Well, they yeah. It's, I it's, think it's, they did it's kick more him the out. idea of somebody who you think actually probably does need some help, but like no, they're they're doing it the wrong way. Yeah, I think they did kick him out, and then I saw something where it was um, of all the people on the show was fucking Stevo was trying to. You well, he's and well, I just watched Stevo's most recent podcast where he's kind of like more now a little bit more bad mouthing Bam, saying like. I kind of want Bam to get arrested right now because I think that's the wake up call he needs. Yeah, it's it, it's funny hearing anything from him being like, I don't know, man, like because of the, some of the shit he used to do, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a very hard position to take. It's like where I'm just like getting into like some people. I feel like when they they go through some sobriety, I don't know what he went through, but where it's like he's. It's like I'm speaking from he's speaking from experience, but he's also he's committed to a certain thing. But what do you like? He's being preachy. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I know that that's what a lot of like the classic like AA, I think, relies on believing in God. A higher power. I don't know why I just thought of this, but um, you know that uh Kevin Smith just like cold turkey weed. Like he smoked pot all the time. And now he's completely off it and he's kind of doing that. Like I, not preaching. And he, well, no, he's not. I guess he's not preaching, but he's just. Oh, you're saying he's, he's, it's, it seems like he's saying how amazing it is. Right. Like how, how much better his life is. But he's not exactly saying, oh, you should all do it. You know, get off it or whatever. He's just, but he's saying, I've never had such clarity and all, you know what I mean? Just hyping it up that he's not doing it anymore. All right. I mean, I kind of believe it. Yeah. But also, yeah, sometimes people don't realize that you really can get addicted to 
weed. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. And whether it's the, I'm not saying, you know, like a lot of this, they're saying it's not the same, you know, dependence that it is of other drugs, but I definitely, there's been times where I was trying to quit and I couldn't fucking take a day off. It's also stronger. Well, yeah, now it's way, I mean, yeah, there's way more levels. Tones. Yeah. Yes. Yep. The 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 day before I go to NYU for the first time, um, Ronnie gives me his Mighty Mighty Boss Tone CD, and I get home and I like put it in to like listen to the CD, and inside it is a photo of him in like fourth grade, and I just started crying. Aww. It was like. Yeah, dude, this is it. This is the end. The oh, end I gave you that picture. You just put a fucking photo of, like, fucking elementary school. Yeah, it just, like, made me totally fucking... I don't even remember that. I want my fucking CD back, dude. Give me my CD. <laughs> what about you? I had that it, was, actually. That was, yeah, that was just to give you the picture. I wanted the fucking <laughs> CD back. Jesus shit. back, dude. <laughs> Are you all right?